guys, welcome to the Unofficial Vegas Podcast. I'm Seb with my buddy Fred, and today we're going to talk about Gordon Ramsay Burger Restaurant in Las Vegas at Planet Hollywood Hotel. What's going on, Freddie? Hey, how's it going, Seb? Not much. Yeah, sounds good. This, we're going to be, we've already eaten before you listen to this episode because you're going to be hungry. My mouth is watering just thinking about it. Was that a meal or what? It's a good meal. It's a good meal. Yeah. I mean, there's, I mean, how many dozens of burger places are there up and down the strip? But you have always been a big fan of the Gordon Ramsay, like his shows and his restaurants yep. and just the way he works and stuff. So um, it was nice to be able to take you there to check it out. And I hadn't been there before either. So it's extremely popular, as you found out that night, because I, I, A, because it's a Gordon Ramsay branded place, but also because of its location. I mean, it's the first thing you see when you walk into Planet Hollywood is, yeah. you know, that that beautiful area and the, the big sign and the big uh, like fire display out front there. People just oh, yeah. are drawn to that location. And it's, I didn't find that it was uh, too high end, too high scale, even though it, the food is, is that good, but it's also not your, you know, mom and pop burger joint. So it's kind of in the middle. It's got a really good vibe to it when you walk in there. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's super casual, you know, but like you said, it's not a, you know, just a mom and pop burger place. It's, um, but you don't have to dress up either. that's for sure. It's, you know, it's a casual, you know, burger place. But it's got that certain something. I mean, it's got the name, which, you know, matters to some people for sure. Uh, and it's got the menu to match it too. Like it's not, you're not just going to get regular burgers. You're going to get some, some different menu items. One thing we did when we were there, and I would strongly recommend it for people, is that we requested to sit at the bar. A lot of people prefer not to do that. I don't know why. Maybe it's because we were two dudes as well, where it's like, <laughs> hey, we don't yeah. want to sit and face each other. We're going to like, we're going to sit and we're going to watch the people work. But uh, I love that tip. I always try to do that, especially if I'm on a solo trip. I'll try to just get a seat at the bar and, and chat with the servers and see how everything works. It's so much fun to do that. Because right, you're getting kind of a dinner and a show at the same time. And especially since it's a Gordon Ramsay restaurant, you know that the kitchen is going to run efficiently. And so you're going to get to see something really cool. If you're any kind of foodie or if you're like myself, I watch cooking shows all the time. And hence why uh, I'm a big Gordon Ramsay fan. So to watch that and uh, just to see how everything operated and uh, the efficiency of the service, it was just really cool to watch. Of all the times that I've been to restaurants where I sat at the bar, I would say probably at least a quarter of the time I end up getting something for free. Like I get um, an extra appetizer, uh, um, a little shot of something. It just always seems to be that that's the place where if there's, you know, something extra or something, if the kitchen makes a mistake with an order and it's just sitting around, it's like, hey, you, you want this? They always seem to feel bad for you when you're sitting there. And that happened to us that night, if you remember, right? After, the, after we were done our meal, we got the, those sliders. He just said, hey, you want, these, yeah. you want these sliders? How good were they? Oh, I don't think I could have eaten anything else, but because <laughs> we were at a Gordon Ramsay restaurant and they said, here, we want some free sliders to try them out. We we're just trying out this new recipe. We we're like, uh, okay, sure. And it was only a couple of little sliders, but man. Yeah, it was good. So we got there. We got there. I forget what time of day it was. I mean, it was definitely around supper time. It was in the earlier part of the, the evening meal shift, I would yeah, say. Yeah, it was about 6.30, 7 o'clock, I think. Yeah, fairly early for Vegas. Um, we did have to line up. We were lining up for 10, 15 minutes, something like that. Before we got Just in, about. it wasn't terrible. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Um, and then we took our seat at the bar. What'd you think about the menu? Like, do you remember being torn between different items? Did you like the look of the menu? Oh, yeah. Uh, the the thing about the the menu that I, I liked is that it's not overly complicated. It's very straightforward, and it's what you'd expect from a Ramsey place. You get Sometimes you go to these places, and there's like 50 different things to choose from. Yeah, so, one page. Uh, not the case uh, with this. 
I remember having was called the hog burger and it had this, <laughs> this pork on it that was cooked for like, it was something like 24 or 48 hours. I forget. Yes. And, uh, with some bacon on top and they had like a, a slaw and some pickles and cheese and whatever. And, and oh man, nice. Just unbelievable. And you had, it was the lobster and shrimp burger. Lobster burger. Yeah. Lobster shrimp burger. Anybody that knows me knows I'm a big seafood guy. So of course I went for the seafood dish. But yeah, I mean, lo- I mean, come on, you could put lobster on a dirty boot. It would still taste delicious. Like, come on. And we shared, uh, you know, like two, two macho dudes do. They share a fry. Good friends. Yeah. Right. We go, we go, we go ways, ways back. Shared a nice sweet potato fry with a little powdered sugar that they sprinkle on top. That's pretty and good I mean, too. Honestly, we had what well, we had the, that burger each. We had, we split the fry. And then for dessert, the pièce de résistance was the... Oh. Oreo creme brulee milkshake for me. Oh yeah. Which is like chocolate Oreo with creme brulee on top. And then you had the brown butter caramel milkshake <laughs> or something like that. That's right. Yeah. Brown I, butter ice cream, I think, with like some candied pecans in there. Oh my God. Yeah. We we I mean, I don't mind sharing fries. I'm not sharing a milkshake with you. I mean, I'm just not doing it. So we had to get our own. We should have crossed straws, you know, like the <laughs> Yeah. That would have been awkward. But yeah, I, mean, I think I was, all, <laughs> I was already full before we even got the, uh, the milkshake, but the milkshake, yeah. we had to do it. So good. And I mean, it wasn't too bad. I think we paid, it, it was something around 50 bucks, I think for the meal. I do remember. Yeah. Something like that, which is not bad. I mean, this, you're talking about a prime location. I mean, any restaurant along the strip like that in a prime location, especially with an iconic brand, you're going to pay a little bit of a premium and it's just, it's just kind of the way it is for Vegas. So the fact that we got, you know, and people might say, well, you know, you pay 50 bucks for a couple of burgers and a couple of drinks, but it was more than that. I mean, these were premium, you know, they had, there was a lot of thought went into this menu. This was a pretty decent, decent burger and a decent meal for that price. So I really don't, I really wouldn't say that it was a, that it was poor value. I'd say it was actually pretty good value for what we got. Oh, I, I would definitely say it was good value. Uh, we had drink main course with dessert yeah, for 50 bucks with tip included like with a couple of extra sliders on the side that were yeah. free, of course. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, would, I wouldn't hesitate to pay that again, hands down. Probably the best burger I've ever had, without a doubt. Wow. Wow. That's a big statement. Oh, yeah. How many burgers you had in your life? A <sighs> few. A few, a few, I would say. Yeah. One or two. What about service? How'd you find the service? You know, it's scored Ramsey, so they're going to be well-trained servers. Oh, top-notch. Top-notch yeah. service, which was nice. Uh, like you said, sitting at the bar, it's the you were always the person who was serving you was always there yeah it's not like a like a normal waiter or server that has to go to different tables and go into the back and come back this person was always there just going back and forth so you could get anything you wanted at any time uh, another really good thing for sitting up at that bar i do remember sending a beer back as well we ordered a couple of beers to get the meal going and mine was flat or there's something wrong with it and it so was, yeah and so I remember, you know, I would just casually bring it up as I always do. I'm not, I don't often send things back, but if it's legitimately something wrong with it, I'll definitely bring it up and, you know, ask, ask for a replacement. And uh, it was absolutely no problem at all. I mean, you say, oh, that's too bad. You know, I'll, I'll check the, check the cake or whatever. But yeah, brought me the next beer. No problem. Wasn't charged for it, obviously. So no, no complaints there. Yeah. It was interesting that, that you would get something that was flat like that because it was a bottle too. It was, was a it? bottle. It wasn't a, wasn't a draft? I don't, I don't think so. I don't I think remember. It was a bottle. 
I don't remember. Anyways. That would be weird if it was a bottle, but either way, it was something was wrong with it. And I even had you taste it too, just to make sure I wasn't crazy, but yeah, yeah I was, there was something wrong. It was flat or something. The thing about uh, that place I would say is that if you're going to go check it out, try to avoid the premium or like the, uh, the prime evening hour for eating like the seven to nine. I remember as we sat there at the bar, we saw the line start to build oh, quite yeah. a bit. And I've been there many times before and since, and there's, there's always a big lineup there at that kind of, 7:30 to 9:30 range. So if you if you want to go and you really are not interested in investing a long time to wait to get in, but you just want to walk up, then go either really early or really late. Like it'd be a great place to go grab an evening burger like 10 o'clock, 10:30. Uh, you know, right before they close, slide into the bar there and just get a burger or some sliders or you know, I mean, imagine just going there like just you know like maybe you've eaten earlier in the afternoon or something and you were looking for a place just to grab a quick bite, slide into that bar and get. Uh, a plate of sliders and a milkshake or something like that'd be awesome. Be a perfect meal to top off the day. Yeah. I, I would go back there in a heartbeat. <laughs> what was nice too about it is the fact that we were, we were prime placement in the middle of, of the strip. And like you said, most of the places that are in that area are a little bit more expensive, especially if you're going at the, the higher end resorts that are right around that restaurant. Yeah. Um, you know, the, even there's Paris, which is next door that has the Gordon Ramsay. I don't know if it's steak. I think it's Gordon Ramsay steak or, or it might be a Caesars. I can't remember exactly. So you're, you're getting a really good meal and you're close to a lot of the major shows and a lot of the major hotels that are in that area. So if you're looking to hit different casinos, if you're going to play some, some table games in a, in a high end casino that you're, you want to hit while well, you're you're not all the way down at the south end of the strip or you're not downtown and you're getting a a very very good meal for not too much of a price it's true so it sounds like you're going uh you're going like five out of five stars buddy out of five what would you give it oof five stars uh i can't i can't really find anything to to give it a, an x against you know like yeah there's gotta be something i mean I we, we gotta you, do our job here there's gotta be a drawback for you place. getting the flat beer you know that which, yeah. which, which can happen anywhere. I, I can't really fault anything. Well, the fault would be is that it's too busy. That would be the drawback, which we already talked about. Right. Which is that yeah, you, it was, you can't it just walk busy. up and get it. Like, like Alice Island, like if you want to go grab a steak, like you can just walk up there pretty much any time. You're not going to wait. So you, you do have to invest a little bit of time if you want to check out a place like that. That's, you know, it's right. Like it's not as though it's... It does have the pull. It does have the pull. Like you said, the Alice sure. Island doesn't have the draw, let's say that... You know, you just put Gordon Ramsay's name on the building and yeah. you're going to, you're going to draw in a whole bunch of people. So yes, if you're definitely interested in going at a Gordon Ramsay's restaurant, then yeah, you're going to have to wait a little bit, but we still waited a very short amount of time. Relatively speaking. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we were, I mean, we were going there regardless anyway, so we didn't mind, but, but it, you would think like with a place like that, that's going to draw so well, they could bury that restaurant somewhere in the back of planet Hollywood. But I mean, it's like, it's right at the entrance when you walk right in there. The front. Yeah, yeah. So it couldn't be more in the front. So they're getting a lot of just walk up traffic there. People that don't, don't even know that it's there, you know? So, okay. So on our last trip, we also tried another uh, Gordon Ramsay place. Well, we tried two others actually, but the one place we went to, I think our first night, well, on the two trips we did, we did, uh, we went once for our first night and once for our last night, which was yes. uh, his fish and chip place. Yes. The, the link promenade there. What a, what a nice spot that is. I'm surprised that I'm surprised that Vegas didn't have like a walk up fish and chip play place before this. You really found a nice little niche for that area. And bar none, the best fish and chips uh, 
before before I, I went there, the best fish and chips I'd had were at the little shack in, at Epcot. Oh yeah, the, the UK uh, Pavilion and, and at the UK yeah. Pavilion. Those were the best fish and chips I'd ever had until I walked into Gordon Ramsay's place. And like you said, it, it's not very it's not a very big, you know, it's very small. You walk in there, it's you, you it's almost like a counter walk up. There's not many tables in there. There's a few counters to to rest your your plate on. Yeah, it's way smaller than a typical fast food place. Yeah. It's just a little hole in the wall. Yeah. You know, very affordable. The food oh, is yeah. amazing. Service is super fast. And everything is made fresh to order. You can see them making it fresh right in front of you. They have all these different dipping sauces that they make. And uh, I think actually they make their own pop as well, if I remember yeah. correctly. Yeah, they do. They get all kinds of craft beers. And yeah, they got everything's, yeah, everything's made in-house. Unlike burger, the burger place... We've been there a few times and I don't recall ever waiting more than a few minutes to get in there. And and it's pretty popular. Like it's, it it's, yeah. it's always busy in there, but really you, you don't, I mean, it, the one piece of advice I would give to people is don't shy away from a, what looks like a long line there. You can line up and they, they, you know, they, they fork out the, the fish and chips meals pretty quick in there. Yeah, so don't be scared away out. by a line that's going, even going out the door. You know, you're looking at five, 10 minutes max. It's not going to yeah. be that much. No, Get it's somebody. definitely, and it's, even if you have to wait a little bit, it's definitely worth the wait. Uh, the food is, is yeah. fantastic. Oh yeah. Good fish and chips. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not, I've had fish and chips before where they're very heavy. They're very greasy. The fries were amazing. <laughs> yeah. And it's not healthy, but for but, sure, but, but it's, it's not, no, it's definitely not a healthy meal, but it's not, you are not feeling like you're eating a plate of grease like I've had before yeah. in other places. The negative for this place would be uh, extreme lack of seating. I mean, there's just not enough seats to hold the people that want to eat in there. There's a couple Correct. of seats outside and there's a few inside, but often you're, you know, you're going to have to kind of stand and eat or stand and get started and wait for, wait for a table to come available. Yeah. Although I would say that if you do find a table, it's great people watching there. I typically try to find a seat outside there and it, I mean, there's all kinds of foot traffic going up and down the link promenade heading towards yeah. the, the big Vegas eye there. So it's a good spot to just kind of sit and chit chat and watch people go by. The other thing that I would say that is kind of not necessarily a knock against it, but it's kind of an odd location where you, you kind of have to know where it is. It's, it won't just pop out at you. You have to sneak into that little alleyway close to the link and make your way down to see it. You kind of really have to know where it is. That That's true. It's not just, yeah. Unlike the burger place, which just kind of appears when you walk in, you'd have to go looking for this. Uh, this maybe that's why it isn't as busy as, uh, some of the other places. So that's kind of a little, it's tucked around that corner. And often people that are, that actually are walking by there, they're going there for another reason. They're not really looking for, you know, for a place to eat. They're just kind of exploring that whole, that whole uh, alleyway. It goes all the way down. And so people kind of come in, you know, take a look left and right, walk down, maybe grab, grab a cocktail at one of the, one of the places and then just, you know, keep on walking kind of thing. But I mean, we were, we headed straight for there when we, when we got yeah. to, uh, when we got to Bally's. And, uh, you know, found it and got our fish and chips. And, and then the last time we went, we, you know, on the, before going home, we did the same thing. Basically we parked there and just walked over and grabbed it. Would you say that like, this is a must hit when you, if you're going to Vegas, if you, if you're looking for something really good, really quick, not too expensive. I would, I, I like you, I can't think of any way to knock it. I mean, it's, it's good value. It's, um, uh, it's, you know, in, they've got some interesting items on there. You don't have to get just regular fish and chips. You can add certain things to it, certain sauces, got a whole menu of different sauces that, like you said, are homemade. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a, it's a great, 
it's a great place to check out if you like fish and chips and want to grab something quick. I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with it at all. So there's another Gordon Ramsay place that we checked out on our last trip. His main restaurant there uh, at Caesars Hell's Kitchen, a place which is the location, I believe, Seb, where they filmed his show. Is it not? Or was it a replica? It's the new location that they're going to film the next season. Right. So originally, I believe it was in, in Los Angeles, and now they moved it over to Vegas. Uh, it's It's got a different layout, a different format than we're used to seeing in all the, if you've, if you've watched Hell's Kitchen before, uh, all the other previous seasons, the, the way that the kitchen is laid out, this is very different than what you're used to seeing. It still has the red and blue kitchen, but it's, it's more um, streamlined across the, like when you're facing it, you can see both kitchens and it's just made in a different way uh, that you're used to. Uh, seeing when you watch the show so when i first walked in there i was kind of surprised and i thought this is really weird how are they going to do the show here <laughs> and then the host uh the hostess kind of explained a little bit to us and how they do it and we just missed him actually he was supposed to be there he or he was there the day before we went which would have been amazing to to just be there but apparently when he's there they close the restaurant down and they they film what they need to film and then they reopen yeah. So for that one, we actually had a reservation, right? You went online and booked yeah. a reservation for just before noon on our last day. Yeah. Easy to do you, that. You just did not, was it through open table or some other service directly, directly I think it was the on restaurant? their website. Yeah. Okay. And it's, it's, it's not a, you don't need a reservation per se, but it's definitely recommended. If you're not going to get a reservation again, your only option there is probably to line up for the bar. They do have a fairly substantial bar. Uh, right when you yep. walk in where you can sit, not the greatest view from there. I mean, you're basically staring at the wall where the bar is, whereas kind of all the action is would be behind you, both uh, the open restaurant, the area where the chefs are working in the open kitchen, and also the view of the strip. So not not the best view there from the bar. But still, if uh, if you're looking for, if you don't have a reservation and you want to check it out, that's kind of your only option. And I think uh, Seth actually mentioned that on our one of our last shows there where he talked about stopping in there and sitting at the bar it's a great tip it's a great tip for anywhere you go especially if you're by yourself or just two people and you don't have a reservation try it i mean just you know what's the worst that can happen you walk in and they say no you know it's gonna be it's gonna be 40 minute wait or something but you'd be surprised how many times you can just walk into a really nice place and just get a seat at the bar well and a lot of times when you go to into a restaurant and you they ask you how many you are and you say let's say two and they take your name down and then you wait but like you said if you are can if you can go in and talk to the hostess and say, we're willing to sit at the bar, you could be seated in five minutes as opposed to waiting 30, 40, 50 minutes for your table. That, then that's not just at Hell's Kitchen. That's anywhere, really. I've done that many times. So we, uh, we got a reservation. We uh, sat down, a nice table right in the middle. What did you think of the menu? Amazing. <laughs> it could have been like toast and eggs and you would have been happy, I think. Though. Uh, yeah, I really didn't care. I could, have, <laughs> I could have closed my eyes, put my finger on the menu and yeah. pointed and said, I'll have this. I don't care what it yeah. is. They had a, like a prefix menu option as well, right? Where it was, where it was. Yes. Yeah, like a three courses or whatever. Which is what we did. Yeah. We, you had an option of a starter. Uh, it was one of two. And then you had your choice of a main course and your dessert. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. I mean, we were half asleep. We were coming off a 11 hour poker run the day, the day before, but still, man, it was, a, it was a good meal. I can't think of many that I've many better that I've had. It was for lunch too, as well, which is another way to keep the budget down. I mean, if you, um, you know, obviously if you go for dinner, the average 
cost of your bill goes up. Whereas a place like that, a premium restaurant right on the strip, you know, right in front of Caesars with uh, a famous chef, you know, branded, go for lunch and it's, it's not going to cost you nearly as much as if you went for an evening meal. No. And without, I know without fairness, it was, I believe it cost us about a hundred dollars each yeah. for that meal. And, but honestly, one of the most memorable meals I've had, if you watch the show, if you watch Hell's Kitchen, you know that what he's famous for are the scallops are the, but his, his main dish is beef Wellington, which I'd never had before. Oh yeah. So I said, okay, well I'm here. I have to try. And sure enough, um, that's what I ordered. And it was just absolutely amazing. It's good. I think yeah, that's what you good. had to do with Freddie. Is that what you had? Probably. Yeah. That sounds like something I would get. I'm a huge fan of beef Wellington. So I'm sure I did. But the, the best part was the dessert. Yeah. <laughs> I know if, if I had been at home, I probably would have licked my bowl. <laughs> Bit of a sweet tooth there, Sabre? Well, it, it's the <laughs> sticky toffee pudding that yeah, he's, if good. you, they don't really do that on the show, uh, or at least not much. You don't hear much of it. But if you watch his other shows and these, this dessert is famous in, in his other restaurants and it's essentially his go-to dessert. Right. I mean, absolutely. Just, I can't even describe it, uh, how good it was. It's essentially a cake with this kind of toffee glaze that goes all over it. And then there's this homemade ice cream that they put on top. Yes. So because the cake is still warm and hot, it starts to melt the ice cream a little bit. And then you get into the center, which is kind of soft and chewy. And oh, I mean, nice. Wow. Wow. If I recall, when you first looked at the menu, you were quite torn between a couple items and you had a long conversation with the waiter about which one to go. And you kind of were setting it up like, I want to try this, but can you get like recommend a backup in case this comes and I just, you know, can't do it or don't like it. I was afraid of the beef Wellington because I don't like mushrooms and that's what it is. Beef yeah. Wellington has a mushroom pesto around the beef and then the, the pastry goes over, that's over right. top of it. So I was, I was a little leery to try it and she said, ah, no, you know, she yeah, says, she right, you don't though. like it. We'll yeah. replace it. That's right. She said, she said, you know what? I really don't think it's going to bother you because it's, it doesn't, you know, the mushrooms are not kind of a key part of it. No. So, no. so she was right. No. Yeah, it was good. Excellent. Oh, I'm, I'm yeah. starving now. Let's go eat. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that's kind of the Gordon Ramsay trio. Uh, we did it uh, on that one trip. It was really fun. I'm like not a huge, I'm not just not a huge foodie fan in general. Um, I mean, I know who Gordon Ramsay is, but I would never be a place that I would go. However, having been to all three, like all three of those places, I will definitely be going back to again. So maybe that's the key right there is that any restaurant you go to where you know you would go back is a thumbs up. So I I definitely would say thumbs up for all three of those places. Yeah. And we kind of did the, we kind of scaled it. You know, we did the the cheaper fish and chips, which cost us about 20 bucks. And then we did the burger joint that cost us 50 bucks. And then we did the Hell's Kitchen, which cost us a hundred bucks. Yeah. So we had kind of three uh, levels of of cost, and still all three of them, even if from the cheapest to the most expensive, you're going to get a great experience and a great meal without even hesitating. So you know where we got to go. You know where we got to go next time. We got to do the we got to do the four for four and hit the hit the steak place. Oh yeah, and get the thirteen dollar carrots. <laughs> Seb, Seb walked by the menu and he's like, "Look at this, Freddie. You got to see this. See see those carrots there." $13. Yeah. $13 I got a taste of the $13 carrots. carrot taste. Like, we'll do it, man. Unofficial guide research. Be, welcome to it. I mean, we'll do it, it has to be the there. best carrots you've ever had in your life. $13. Worth, worth every penny. We'll find out. Bring it. Bring a suit jacket. Good stuff. Uh, All right. So if 
to those of you who are listening. If you have any comments or questions or feedback about the show, please send them to questions at unofficialvegaspodcast.com or hit us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, hashtag UVP. There you go. Yeah. Any of those. So we'd love to hear from you. And if you have any comments about the this particular show or if you have any questions about anything else, anything you want us to talk about on the show, we'd love to hear from you. That's it for today. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Cheers. Thank you.